Res Hockey podcast number three. Nisue. Nisto. I am your host, Trev Eiserhoff, and with me is Bush. What's up, yeah, Bush? That's, that's me. I'm not much. Not much. Just, you know, I have my coffee. So, night. so. This is uh, pretty much, what, morning for you right now? Since This is this is morning for me after night shifts. Yeah. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, 12 hours, and then it's... Uh, I don't know what hour it is right now. I just <laughs> get just we we call it a night shift hangover. You're just kind of in a fog most of the day. So today is pretty much a write off. You don't do much. <laughs> Catch up on your sleep. Catch up on your sleep, and hopefully it'll be enough to uh, watch the watch our cousins play tonight. Yeah, for sure. And this podcast is brought to you by the good people at Four Seasons Power Sports Group. One breath. Come on, do it. This episode is sponsored by the (laughs) Aboriginal-owned Four Seasons Power Sports Group, which includes K-Sports Marine in Kenora, Dryden Power Sports in Dryden, and Baduke Equipment in Fort Francis. They offer a variety of power sports products and services with brands like Lund, Crestliner, Mercury, (laughs) Yamaha, (laughs) Sidu, Skidu, Canem, Suzuki, Steel, and Cub Cadet, to name a few, look them up online at www.4spg.com today and uh, check out their Facebook pages and Instagram. They're really uh, good people. They have a wicked store. Bush and I went down there when did we last week and we had a quick photo shoot. Them, and th- the stuff that they have is wow. I bet you, you if you had a hundred grand, you could spend it in 10 minutes easily. Like that boat. Probably, I guess, 80 grand. 80 easily. It's probably about 60, 50 or 60 just for the boat itself. Never never mind the motor. So, where yeah. was the 250? Holy man. I know. We got ripped off. One of the test drive. But yeah, they're they're really nice people. And if you're if you want an outdoor toy, that's the place to go. And I wish I had an extra hundred grand. I'd be down there right away. Well, maybe after the Lotto Max. Yeah, oh. hopefully Tuesday's Lotto Max, 70 million. What would you do with 70 million? Uh, what would I do? Um, I do a lot and nothing at the same time. Would you retire? I would hand in my two-day notice. Like I, I would say, my boss, I quit today. You <laughs> <I> would. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think I'd go back for my uh, for my work boots or anything in my locker. I just <laughs> so here you go. You can donate it. <laughs> no kidding. Seventy million. That's yeah. I don't know. I I don't even know where to think where to start to think like what to do with that money well you know a little bit of perspective so you and i win 70 million you get a rod call us <laughs> is that it yeah <laughs> you know what i mean if you want 70 million and i message you hey bush can i borrow some money what would you say i'd say uh you know what for a lot of agreeing this podcast i'd probably even give you the money i wouldn't lend it i, I wouldn't lend you i'd give it to you Okay, I'm keep, I'm gonna hold your word to it. So go okay. buy some tickets tomorrow or today. <laughs> Don't put it on me. <laughs> okay, uh, today's show we're going to uh, coffee. Bush wants to uh, give his bio. So Bush, the microphone's all yours. So okay, a little bit of. Did you write this out? Your bio. No, no, I don't write out anything. Okay. I, I, I don't okay. read the script. Well, I didn't want to hear it that long. <laughs> <laughs> Bush has five pages and he's going to start reading it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, one of our listeners, uh, loyal listeners, approached me, uh, asked about, we don't really, a lot of us don't know uh, who we're, 
who's talking. So a little bit about me. Everybody calls me Bush. That's a long story in itself, um, longer than this podcast will allow. Um, pretty much uh, born in St. Paul, moved here when I was two, been a resident of Kenora ever since. I work at the mill here. I was graduated high school in Kenora. I went to Bemidji State University for two years. Go Beavers. Yeah, go Beavers. Uh, met some really, really nice people down there in the States. It's pretty, it's pretty much a big Kenora, like scenery-wise. Uh, then I went to University of Manitoba for about a year. One-year course. One-year course. <laughs> and then I moved back home. Got two beautiful kids, and um, that's about it. I love my coffee. <laughs> that was five pages? Well, skimmed. Um, you must no. have big writing. Shit. <laughs> uh, okay, Trevor, where are you from? I am, well, I currently live in Kenora, and I'm from Moose Cree First Nation, which is Moose Factory. Um, I was born there. I lived there as a kid, and I would always go back there, go back there every summer after moving away to Thunder Bay, where my dad got a job, so we all moved out there and was there off and on, I guess. Um, I'm a former hockey player, coached my kids all through up minor hockey. I'm a scout for a junior team in the SIJHL, did lots of things through hockey, played junior hockey all over, bounced around. The game of hockey allowed me to meet a lot of interesting people, people I still consider friends. My work in Quinora, as I mentioned, so yeah, I ended up ended up here of all places. <laughs> but I love Kenora. Kenora is an awesome city or town. People are super nice. Met a lot of good friends here. A lot of crazy friends, mm-hmm. crazy neighbors. Bush is my neighbor, so that's why I say crazy neighbors. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, hockey's an awesome game. It allowed me to travel all over and play the game that I love. I wasn't much of a goal scorer. I guess you can call me. I was a goon which I don't mind. I uh, still are. Yeah, I still am, I guess. I've seen you on Sundays. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather punch you in the face than score a goal. I think that's just as important. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's what we all thought when you're going to the dressing room when when the rest of us were still playing. (laughs) What game was that? That was was, uh, Last Chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Old-timers, I got kicked out. It old-timers. And first shifted the game on a Sunday morning. And <laughs> I guess I'm pretty bad with my teammates too. Once in a while, I'll give you a good punch or a good spear if you deserve it. Oh, okay. Remember when we were playing in the Casey's tournament, I <laughs> accidentally speared one of our own players because he was we were, one of we our were, Jets players. Yeah. We were mad at each other and we were going to the words, the dressing room. And I <laughs> turned around and I speared him right in the gut. I apologize though after. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, he probably deserved it, though. After a couple cold ones, and I apologized to him. Sorry for for spearing you, even though you're on my team. I just want to win. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's it for my hockey. I love hockey. It's the best sport in the world. So, And my uh, autobiography comes out in July. So it's going to be a New York bestseller. It's going to be CBC. Yeah, help me help you. (laughs) <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> I don't know where he's going, guys. I don't know where I'm going. At. What movie is that when he said, "You"? oh, that's Jerry Maguire. You complete me. Uh, yeah, I that's guess Jerry it is. Maguire? Must be. <laughs> okay, right now we're going to try a new thing. 
We're going to try, we're going to be giving out a weekly award. This award is called Cousin of the Week. Yeah. It's... And with this, it goes out to a loyal listener who listens to our podcast and comments on our post on Facebook. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, Res Hockey Podcast. So each week we're going to be recognizing a fan, a loyal listener of the show. And this week, the winner is Doug Corston of Timmins, Ontario. We should get a clapping uh, clapping right. sound there. I'll put the mic close. To, I'll do that. Drum roll. No? Didn't work? All right. Doug's a loyal listener. He sent me a picture on Facebook of him uh, listening to the podcast while he was supposed to be working. Actually, <laughs> Doug's, Doug is my cousin. Like, he's a real cousin. So, oh. So, he's just so not a, a cousin. cousin he's not cousin of the week he's like my cousin every day he's, he's actually c-o-u-s-i-n not just a proverbial he, and he's a cousin cousin because i'm related <laughs> to both his mom and his dad oh wow he's a cousin cousin <laughs> can't get more legit than that eh, Dougie? No. so uh thanks dougie for uh listening to the podcast and if you want to be a cousin of the week shoot us a message on facebook or a comment <laughs> and just say i want to be cousin of the week and we'll uh put you on you gotta hashtag it though yeah what hashtag it you got what should it be hash, hashtag cousin of the week but you gotta spell it right though like c-u-z-z-i-n is it o-f yeah o-f of no <laughs> spell it o-v of the week yeah too con- confusing man you're confused just talking uh, about cousin of just, the week hashtag it though hashtag cousin of the week okay. for our older listeners it's the pound key button it's the number key <laughs> yeah but yeah that's awesome doug's a good guy he lives out in timmins he works out a detour i like to say i've known him all my life which pretty much true okay <laughs> that's but, great uh, thanks again doug keep listening and uh week we'll have a new cousin of the week Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep listening, loyal listeners. And we just want to give a quick shout out to a couple people, a couple, couple organizations. IMA with uh, Chris Morrison, Indigenous Men's Alliance. Uh, they have his Facebook group and he does a lot of work with Indigenous men. He has pretty good draws on Facebook. Like he'll uh, raffle off these uh, signed jerseys and these cards. Well, since cards are back, they're popular again, the trading cards. So he does a lot of draws on that and raises money for his group, which is always good to help Indigenous men. All the hard workers at Detour Mine, like my brother Sean, but probably he's like you, Bush. He sleeps six hours in his track, tractor, truck, whatever <laughs> Besides that, whatever he's doing, he sleeps six hours and probably works, I don't know, probably half of his 12-hour shift. <laughs> Shh, we won't go there in the case that my bosses are listening. I work solidly 12 hours. I don't take no breaks, nothing. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, yeah, shout-outs to all those uh, all those people out there. Detour Mine's pretty big, I think. I don't know, 600, I'm guessing, 600 people. So That's a, that's a lot of people. That's, that's a lot of people. So yeah, shout out to you guys. So and a lot of wanna, potential cousins there. Yeah. So if you want to shout out, send us a message on Facebook or comment and we'll give you guys a shout out. <laughs> so what do you think about the Montreal Montreal Las Vegas series? I can't even Montreal. talk tonight. What the you can just dig deep. Montreal, Las Vegas. That's tonight as our cousins are playing. Jeez Louise, who'd have thought, eh? Montreal coming back for um to beat the Maple Leafs. 
And then to sweep the Jets, and then all of a sudden, that's pretty good. Looking good to be a good series tonight. Game one is always the biggest game, and yeah. they're in Vegas, so they're going to have, Montreal's going to have their back to the wall since Vegas are allowed fans, like 18,000 plus. Wow. Oh, you know, they're allowed fans. They're allowed fans. Do you imagine playing in an empty arena for two rounds, and all of a sudden going to uh, this hockey crazy like arena, and you're just like, wow. And people are booing you. Imagine your adrenaline just gets that's just so amped up. So, you know what? I'm going to shut these, 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 these Americans. I'm going to shut all these fuckers <laughs> up. I'm going to, I'm going to be praise style. But then when my cousin Zach White Cloud comes down, like, oh no, I got to make him look good. Oh. How awesome would that be if uh, White Cloud just scores a goal on Price? Just a nice clapper, <laughs> bar down. It would that would be premeditated on Carey Price to just let it in, you know. Make him look good. As, as I said previously, you got to make your cousin look good once in a while. <laughs> what it was like that he has sent uh, turning point, turning point, and they come back and win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I can picture this game. Uh, you know, the series will is going to be a battle. Like it's just going to be a nice, nice series to watch. Yeah, because Montreal's a gritty team compared to Vegas. I don't think they're as gritty as Montreal. So, and you got the grittier teams like. The Islanders in Montreal, they're winning because of that grit, that dump and chase going into the corner to muck that puck out and yeah. that hitting style. Were you a mucker? Yeah. Really, eh? Yeah. But I wasn't. When I'd go in the corner, I'd be <laughs> going in the corner elbow high and trying to take your mouth, take your teeth out. And so I was one of those. One of those players. Like uh, I said, I was a goon. So what do uh, goons do? I, I usually went for line change. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's our own end, I just go for line change. No. And enforcer. I had no. some some good tilts. That's good. Yeah. You win some, you win always. <laughs> I was gonna say you win some, lose some, but I never lost. That's the thing. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, you won every time. Exactly. <laughs> like when I would fight and I'd have my my dad in the stands, I could hear only him yelling at me. I could there would be a packed house, but I could always hear him yelling at me, like, keep your head up. <laughs> like, I don't know how that always worked. Or I remember I had trying out somewhere and I had my cousin Darwin in the stands and I could hear him yelling at me of all the people. And it's just weird how things like that work. It's just like Bush, when you're you're in the grocery store and Sue's looking at you and she's looking for you and she's yelling at you, Bosh, you're going to hear her voice <laughs> out of everyone else's voice at the grocery yeah. store, right? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Like we're talking about Final Four, who do you got winning out of Montreal and Vegas? Well, I'm gonna go Montreal. Sorry, I'm looking at my phone. The what we're talking about, I go Montreal just because. Just because there's a cousin. Just because, yeah. Just because there's a cousin, and I gotta go with uh, Islanders because you know Jordan Eberle. You know he, he played leaves, with. Them. He leaves a team like Edmonton, and he's doing way better. That's just like, well, I feel bad for Tavares. Like he goes to <laughs> Toronto thinking he's going to win the cup, but the Islanders have been doing better without him the yeah. last two, three years. So, well, Islanders got a good coach this year. They got a really good coach. Yeah, I'm going with the Islanders over Tampa Bay. I say that one will go maybe five. I'm going five games with that one. Then Montreal, Las Vegas. I'm going six for Montreal. Yeah, I'll go with Montreal and six. Six, yeah. So that's our uh, final four picks. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now we, uh, I didn't even say who our guest is going to be for show number three. <laughs> the beginning. 
<laughs> I'm having like a brain fart. Jeez. That's okay. That's okay. It, it happens to the best of us. You'll 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 get it by number four. You'll be like guest for episode number three is Connor Roulette of the Seattle Thunderbirds. Yep. Connor, Connor. just finished playing for Team Canada at the U18 World Championships, where they Canada won the gold. It's a good interview, so uh, go to that interview now. Hey, Res Hockey. We're here with Connor Roulette from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Connor plays for the Seattle Thunderbirds out in the dub. How's it going, Connor? Going good. Uh, thanks for having me. It's uh, nice meeting you guys. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, so how's everything going? Like, uh, what are you up to this offseason? Yeah, um, nothing nothing too much. Um, just the basics. Um, obviously, Manitoba is in a lockdown right now still, and um, I'm double vaccinated, so you know it's uh, it's unfortunate how can't can't get out as much. But you know we're just uh, just at home uh, training still and having fun with uh, my friends on games and stuff like that. So it's been keep, been keeping pretty busy, and uh, I still got school, so it's uh it's not bad. When I got my second vaccination, my second shot, I was it really kicked me in the ass. I was tired. Well, I'm lazy, but it, <laughs> I slept for like. Four, three four hours because how tired I was how did you feel getting your shots uh my first shot wasn't bad at all um our whole team got it um everyone got it like every it was like a hit and miss it was like 50 50 some guys like didn't feel a thing at all some guys just got yeah I got beat up pretty bad um my first shot was just a little bit of a storm my second shot I had like um I got in the morning of the seventh or the eighth uh, I'm not quite sure I think it was the eighth and, um, you know, throughout the day, I felt fine. And then once it came nighttime, I was sweating. I was, um, my body hurt so bad. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night sweating. I was, like, just freezing, but I was hot at the same time. Like, oh, it was just complete complete body aches and headache. And uh, it only, it lasted for, like, the first half of the day. And then the second half of the day, I, um, like, I, had, I took a bunch of bad pills. And once it started kicking in, I felt a lot better. I went to our... Uh, our last game of the season for, for the Thunderbirds and I was still feeling a bit, a bit, you know, not, not the best. So it was, uh, it hit me pretty good, but uh, I felt, uh, felt good the next day because um, I knew I was double vaccinated. It's funny how everyone's different uh, reacts different from the shots. Eh? Like some people don't feel no effects. Some get it really bad, but yeah, it's good to know that uh, Bush and myself were both vaccinated too. So, Hopefully the border is open, things open up, and we get to travel, get to watch some hockey because it's 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 been boring, like no hockey, <laughs> yeah. nothing to do. Like we can't even go to Winnipeg, like without if people hear you're going, they'll just give you crap and going. But yeah, it is or what it is. You, Ho- hopefully it's or they'll over give you soon. a big big list to go shopping at Costco with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't forget the Costco toilet paper, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Hey, Con, another question. When when you see your name upon the list, say for the WHL for AAA, that's something exciting. Now, when you got the call or when you got whatever saying, yes, you made Team Canada, what are your thoughts? Like, what was it like playing with, the, first of all, the, the, the selection process? And then you're on the ice training, you're on the ice trials. Like, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like the next morning, you're like, hey, this is it. I'm here. Like, what was going on yeah. through like adrenal glands? Like, what was going mm-hmm. on? Yeah, so um, it was a little different, obviously. Like, 
um, on a regular year. We would have had a kind of a you know selection camp and stuff like that, but this year they went with just a full team immediately. Um, that's kind of you know I was just sitting at home in Seattle. It was just one of those off days, one of those days where I just practiced, went home, did some homework and stuff like that. Like it was just a regular day, and I got a, a phone call from uh, a Moose Jaw phone call. wasn't quite sure um, you know what it was or whatever, and I didn't even know we were having a tournament this year. So I was just Every I got every information, all the information, like immediately as soon as I answered that phone, and yeah, it was just you know it's hey Connor, it's um, you know one of the managers. Uh, congratulations, you made Team Canada. Like um, we'll be playing in <laughs> U18 in a couple weeks, so it was just it was like a couple weeks in advance, and it was just um, you know they sent us uh, you know these the clothing and stuff like that right away. Like I got it like a few days after that call. Like they must have had it all planned out right away, and. Um, we went through a, a week uh, quarantining where we went our, through our whole team meetings, like our whole team structure, like literally a week before the tournament. So it was just, it, it happened. Everything happened so fast within like a month and a half where we got the call, we were at the tournament we won. And then, you know, we were sent home, like it happened so fast. And uh, you know, when I got that call, I was just so excited because this is going to be like the first time, or I guess the second time I was playing for team Canada, but the first time I was, you know, with, because uh, at the U17, we had three teams. So, uh, you know, this would be the first time that uh, it was just the one team and, a, you know, a really great team. And I was just really happy to win the gold medal. And um, a lot of memories came with it. And I'm super, super proud to be a part of that team. So uh, with Hockey Canada, all the uh, national teams get Bauer stuff. Were you able to keep the equipment or did you have to give it back? Yeah, yeah. Um, we give back the helmet and gloves. Um, this year we just kept, we wore pant covers a few 17 last year. We wore pants. Um, this year they made it a lot easy with us by just giving us uh pant covers. So it wasn't too bad. We didn't get to keep the gloves of the helmet, but I'm, I'm a CCM guy. So, uh, I have my CCM skates and my CCM sticks and all that. So, um, I'm happy with, you know, keeping the CCM stuff that we got, but, um yeah a lot of the guys like there's some guys on our team that you know rep bauer stuff and um you know they got the the skates those guys were at the world juniors the bauer custom with the canada yeah. flag on it like some of those guys like when you look at that you're like oh man like you know it's pretty <laughs> pretty cool but no yeah I'm, I'm a ccm guy so i didn't get any of the bauer stuff any of the skates or sticks <laughs> like that custom but um yeah it's uh it's awesome what those guys got with power what kind of skates do you wear currently? oh easy trevor come on I wear the uh, I wear the CCM Jet Speeds FT twos uh, right now, but I'm I just set an order in for the FT threes. So, are those the ones that Austin Matthews wears? The new ones? Yeah, those are really nice. Yeah, he's uh, got the the custom ones there with the Toronto all over them, but I'm just getting the red and white. You're not uh, Team True for skates. <laughs> team True? Yeah. <laughs> no, they. Uh, they they asked me like they because I, I train I train out of the rink here in Winnipeg yeah. and um, a lot of their reps and stuff like that kind of work out of the rink so um, a lot of the guys that go to the, like all, every trainer there every uh, on ice coach has like true skates true stick true gloves like helmets and everything like it's like, kind of a full true um, sponsorship there at the rink so <laughs> they they asked me a couple times but I, I'm I, I stick to the CCM I, I've always loved CCM. <laughs> I was just asking because I'm team true hashtag uh, team true. I got the true skates go. and I try to tell the Bush to jump on board with his 
but Bush has va- Vapor 10 still, so I'm trying to tell him to get some new I've, skates. I have Microns. <laughs> but yeah, I just, it's always, uh, I'm always curious, like, who wears what, because you got to wear the best, right? So, but yeah, yeah, I'm Team True, so I just wanted to know if you were a Team True guy with me or CC. I, 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 did, I did wear the True skates and uh, Midget, so I guess I'm a little bit of, I'm a traitor, I guess you can say. <laughs> Okay, now another question, Connor. Uh, when you're on the ice, with it, going back to like um, you said, midget, U16, U15. Now, there's people look up to certain players, certain coaches, or even certain fans or networks, whatever you want to call it. Now, who are your major influences in hockey? Like, do you look up to a certain player, to a coach? Has there anyone been mentored you along the way? Yeah, well. Like there's when you say that there's three guys that really stand out. Um, obviously my brother, um, older older than me. I always well, I was always the biggest fan of his games, and I kind of watched him growing up. And then um, my dad obviously got me into hockey. He's uh, he's he's been a great hockey player his whole life too. And um, you know he's he's known a lot of people in the hockey world, so it kind of helped me with the opportunity of playing in different places and stuff like that. And my uncle Ryan, um, my mom's brother, he's just a huge. Uh, you know, huge hockey fan. He loves hockey. Like at his wedding, like his wedding cake was a Stanley Cup with two <laughs> penguins on top. Like his his ice sculpture was the Pittsburgh logo. Like it was just you know a huge hockey fan. Like coming from a huge hockey family to have those older mentors kind of teach you the ways along the way, and um, you know kind of turn me into a great person off the ice and on the ice. Really, really helped me growing up. And you know, obviously credits to my mom too. She really helped me with everything. And, the hard work she put in. So just like my family, like we're a really close tight family and um, you know, I'm just a really family oriented, oriented guy. So I'm um, growing up with those guys and those people like right beside me. It uh, really helped me a lot. And um, when you look at the hockey part, like I've always been a Crosby fan my whole life. Um, so just like, just seeing him like growing up, watching him, how he represents himself off the ice and just the way he plays on the ice. I know he gets a lot of hate and like, he's just one of those guys, like, you know, how, however many people hate on him, like, he doesn't have this social media. Like he doesn't see all these things people post about him. Like he's just, he's so focused when it comes to be, becoming the better player. And he's just, uh, he's just one of those role models, like being a young kid, seeing that you grow up to kind of realize that, um, you know, outside distractions from hockey kind of, you know, bring you down. And um, he's just one of those guys who he's obviously one of the greats. So he does everything well. And he's just one of those guys I looked up to too, as a young kid. You mentioned your dad, Preston, man, I was maybe, in my late teens, when I first met the Sandy Bay group, like your your dad, Ivan, JJ, Nick, the rat, of course, can't forget mm-hmm. the rat. Um, how much of an impact were those guys in your play, playing career? Because like I played with them for a number of years, like when I was your age, and they mm-hmm. were so good back in the day. Like they were probably one of the best res teams in Canada, and they were always high flying always scoring so mm-hmm. what how did they play a role in your hockey career as yeah. well yeah well just like just being a kid like you go to all these uh you know these different native tournaments around the world or around canada like as you say not the world but um you know you go to like brandon you go to brown you see all these kids running around and after games you go to your buddy's dressing room there's you know, all the sons are in there all the little kids are just hanging around the dressing room hanging around the bench or they're watching every game and I was just one of those kids like um, I've always been a nerd for hockey and um, when it comes to how many goals a guy score how many games like 
I've always just loved the game of hockey and I've always studied it. And, you know, being a young kid, when uh, my dad was playing those tournaments, I'd be right there kind of on the bench, just, you know, bugging around the room, asking guys different <laughs> questions. Like, um, like I've just always watched their games and I've always been a huge fan. Like no matter what it was, if it was a midget AAA game, a, a you know, a portage tribal days tournament, like I've always just loved watching and watching those guys growing up and kind of, um, you know, seeing the skill that they had really kind of helped me, um, I guess, understand the game of hockey and it helped me, uh, helped me a lot growing up. Okay. With that being said, what about niche tourneys? What's your uh, favorite niche tourney that you played in and the uh, tournament that you love going to? Yeah, I'd probably say the um, MICEC and at the Iceplex there, the, um, ooh, what's it called? Or how do you, like, what's the pronunciation for it? The Manitoba Indigenous. Oh, uh, that's a tough I'm one. I'm not sure. I have, I have the banner here. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go get his championship banner, people. Holy. Uh, oh, it just says MIC his Sunday MIC afternoon banner. Minor hockey tournament. It just says the MICC Indigenous Minor Hockey Tournament. But that one for sure, that's the one where you have to kind of play for your own res. Um, I was always, it's uh, own res teams with three imports. And um, I've always played uh, Lake Man, Sandy Bay. And uh, I think I played a couple with Sagin. But um, I was always with Lake Man because uh, I always knew a bunch of players on that team. My dad had his own team there, the Magic, for um, the Tribal Days and uh, the ones in, the one in Brandon. And um, a lot of a lot of good buddies I knew on the Lake Man team and on Sandy Bay. Obviously, it's uh, it was always the funnest tournament because I think the last tournament I played in there uh, was my Bantam year. Oh no, it was my midget year. My midget year with the Thrashers. Um, me and two of my buddies on the Thrashers played there because uh, we were obviously two three three indigenous guys um we were the imports and like just the fans like you have all these people coming from you know norway house like all these like uh, northern uh reserves that bring a lot of people down and um there's all these teams all these people from it's kind of like the native olympics yeah uh, that's, how, that's how i always thought of it because it's like it's all these people from their own res coming to play like it's not people jumping ship or whatever it's you know play for where you're from and um, there's always, you know, there's a lot of pride when it comes to that. And, it, you know, a lot, yeah, of, for a, sure. lot of, a lot of competitiveness yeah. and everyone wants to win. So um, I've uh, I've always had fun in there just because I meet a lot of new people. And it's obviously it's at the Iceplex. So a nice big arena to, you know, mess around with as a kid. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a small arena, too. So when they fill up for the finals, it looks looks packed and it's loud in there. So it was always for me, it was the most fun I had because it was just close to home in Winnipeg here and as. Um, a lot of new, new new talent coming up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, now Connor. Earlier, earlier you mentioned Sidney Crosby. Is that a little foreshadowing and hint about your favorite NHL team, NHL player? You got yeah, one? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always been the Pens for as long as I can remember. Uh, it's like even my first time skating, I had a you know Crosby toque, a Crosby stick. Like it's always been the Pens as a team. My my brother really liked. My obviously my family. My uncle Ryan really loves them. Like. Um, for your wedding cake and your you know your ice sculpture at your wedding to be a penguins logo and stuff like that like it's it's you know we mean business when it comes to being penguins fans and um, that's really helped me kind of understand hockey as well just watching them and um, having those guys be my mentors for my whole life so the nhl draft is coming up how excited are you for that yeah pretty excited um i haven't i never really thought about it too much like you see all these draft rankings and stuff like that and people are always tagging me on things on facebook or instagram and stuff like that it's 
um, you see it, you don't really like to think about it too much because you don't want to put that pressure on yourself. You don't want to think about it too much. But um, now that it's like kind of the next big thing on the schedule, it's, uh, you know, it's I'm starting to think about it a bit more, but more and more, more or less, you know, pressure and nervous, but more just, uh, you know, confidence. And, um, you know, I want to set the best example as I can. And, um, you know, I don't want to don't want a team to draft me and I don't want to be that guy to let them down. So. I want to make sure they're choosing the right player and I'm just kind of going into it with, uh, you know, not, not being, focusing too much on where I go, but just being able to set that good example. Yeah. I just, when I was talking to your dad, he mentioned that you were getting lots of interviews with different teams. How what are do they you? ask you? Like, well, like, yeah. what they say, Hey, uh, what can you bring to the table or like any, or like redundant questions like that? Or are they just kind of, hi, Connor. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah it's, it's honestly, it's kind of the same as what we're doing right now. If I, if I like to think about it, it's, uh, you know, I've talked to plenty of teams. Um, you know, I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really, um, you know, I take a lot of pride and honor to that. You know, it's not, it wasn't me myself. It was a lot of the people that helped me get to where I am today to talk to that many teams. Uh, I think I've talked to 26 teams so far. So um, a lot of, a lot of hard, like, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of things that go on kind of behind the scenes when it comes to um, having those schedules and being, making sure you're on time. You don't want to miss them. Like um, for the last year and a half, uh, I've been doing a lot of calls almost every week. So um, it's, it's a little overwhelming with the amount of, you know, texts and stuff like that you get, but um, it's fun. And yeah, a lot of the questions they ask me is just tell me about yourself. Tell me about your family. Um, what do you like to do on your free time? Do you play any other sports? Like, um, not, not more like the hockey stuff, but just more just to get to know you as a person, kind of, you know, how do you answer questions? How do you represent yourself? Like a lot of things that kind of tie into what makes a great hockey player and, you know, what separates the, the shy ones from the, the ones that can talk a lot. And, um, obviously you kind of see just the way I, I talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Uh, a lot of, a lot of the guys I talk to kind of, you know, like to compliment on, you know, the speaking and, stuff like that of other players and um so far i've been i've been kind of setting a good example on myself because uh it's just you know, i guess the family the family oriented side on me i we like to we like to talk a lot we can talk your guys ears off so um yeah it's uh they've been they've been fun so far and i'm, I'm really grateful for that right on that sounds awesome that's the one thing with this players they love talking love talking about their family and just i think it's a good thing when you're able to describe and talk about your family and your upbringing and just i totally find it huge positive so okay we're gonna ask you some uh nhl playoffs who do you think is gonna win the cup now with the final four? Oh man you know what i'm thinking vegas like if new york new york just beat tampa and i had tampa and colorado going together but if new york just beat tampa i think vegas is going to look strong. Vegas might might pull uh, that big upset. No one wants to see them win, but they, they've got the team to do it. And Flurry, like playoff Flurry, even playoff Carey Price is just uh, they're 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 not they're unstoppable. So I'm I'm honestly it's it's 50-50 and it's any team can win at this point, I think. But um, I think I'm going to Vegas with all the uh, Winnipeg guys they have on the team. Yeah, that'd be awesome if uh, White Cloud can go back and take the cup back to the res and mark stone's yeah. winnipeg boy so. yeah well we will we'd have uh four winnipeg stanley cup parades and we'd have one uh dakota deepy there because yeah. yeah they have uh they got uh keegan colsar north end winnipeg boy uh mark stone another north end winnipeg boy and then they got ryan reeves and uh oh, cody yeah, glass right. oh. cody glass like they have all these uh 
Winnipeg guys. So, um, yeah, they, they can, they can do it. And also that'd be yeah, a good like, weekend. eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley cup weekend in Canada. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Before you go, we have these five rapid niche questions. We've been asking all our guests. They're pretty funny, comical, but, uh, okay. First question, Bannock, do you like it baked or fried? Ooh, if I, if I'm eating, if I'm eating that with, uh, Indian tacos fried for sure, obviously and if, <laughs> if it's with jam, if it's with jam, it's uh baked. Ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? Not yet. Not yet. You should. On the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, I, I actually met him though. Funny story. I, uh, one of my buddies is his uncle is actually Ernest Munias and he went to my school and one night it was, it was last year during a uh, winter break when I came home from Seattle to visit, uh, to visit home. And, um, it was just before Christmas and we were hanging out at his, his uh, apartment building there. And we're all, it just all me, my buddies and him and out of nowhere, he asked us, you guys want to go to Ernest Munias's house? <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, what? Like he had to, he had to go drop something off to him. Cause obviously their family and he, uh, yeah, uh, Ernest Munoz asked him to drop him something off. So yeah, le- le- next thing you know, ten minutes later, I was at Ernest Munoz's house. <laughs> and I took a selfie with him, and um, you know, not not many people can say they went to a a legend's house like that. But <laughs> it was awesome just to have a have a buddy of mine, uh, one of his uh, nephews. So it was, it was a pretty funny experience. That is awesome. I the think presence. I'd just be in awe <laughs> if yeah. I went to his house. <laughs> okay, you answered this earlier: Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? Indian taco for sure. And the fifth and last question for the five rapidness question is, can you jig? Uh, I can, I can move my feet really well. Um, I know I'm not sure the technique of jigging or whatever, but <laughs> whenever, like whenever me and my friends are dancing, like, just for fun, like, um, you know, dressing room, sometimes for games, like we like to get loose and do a little dance off with some of my buddies, but like, I've, I've always been able to move my feet really well. I think it's just in my blood, but I've never like tried or like been taught how to jig, but like just watching people, I can see like, it's the, uh, you know, the, the jump in and like keeping the body moving the legs. Like I've, I've, been, I've always been able to like understand it, but I've never like really tried to jig. You know, who's a really good jigger. And I, I'm really surprised he posts his videos on Facebook as uh, the rat Jay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he dances quick for his little feet there. His little yeah. legs is dangling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a good little jigger. I uh, I see those on Facebook too once in a while as well. All right, Connor, thanks for uh, stopping by on Res Hockey and good luck uh, with the upcoming draft. Hope everything works out well for you and I'm sure it will. And we'll love to have you back uh, when you're down in Seattle uh, mid-season or whenever you have time, you're more than welcome to come back and we'd love to have you back again. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks a lot. Connor. That was an awesome interview with Connor. What a bright young man. And he's it'd be awesome to go see him in the show. Definitely yep. will. Whatever team drafts Connor, I will get a jersey. He'll he'll hook us up. Say remember us podcast, cuz. Hey, cuz, hook us up. He added you on Facebook, did he not? He did. We're Facebook <laughs> friends, friends now. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever jer- team draws us, I'm going to get that jersey. That's going to be sick. Yeah. We should look into getting a Seattle jersey, too. Yeah. Maybe Ethan, Ethan will hook us up. 
Never mind the Oilers. <laughs> the Oilers are golfing just like the Leafs. Yep. Oh, Matthews was uh, sitting side by side Justin Bieber at UFC the other night, though. That's a weird friendship, eh? He, like, he left after the first round, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Matthews. Yeah. Do they sit around and just sing Justin Bieber songs? I don't know. Who that's knows? A, that's a weird friendship. Oh, my son. So, hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're going to talk about the best food to eat while you're watching a hockey game. So, my choice would be wings, nachos, Libra, pizza. <laughs> Those three. Um, what do you I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna support your. I'll endorse your your choice for wings and nachos because that's just you can't have hockey without those. Um, yeah, I mean you can always you can always go to Winnipeg and get that. Uh, uh, what's the, what's it called? Like that foot long, the six like, foot sub from Subway. Or no, no, you go to Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Arena. What's that called? There's there's, there's like a, that like foot, foot foot long hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> But no, um, maybe I personally, I just, I just got, you just got to get the munchies down pat. You can have many wings as you want, as many nachos as you want. I don't like to eat a full pizza. Well, I mean, I do generally, but I just, I'd rather eat a wing because there's less detention diverted, you know, when you're watching the game. Bush That's, invited uh, me over to watch the Oilers and Leafs game one time. Uh, so I went over to his place. The guy made 10 wings. I was like, where's the rest of them? <laughs> Dude, they, for me. <laughs> I know. I brought my own uh, pop over. He had a big bag of chips and he ate them by himself. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> offer me no chips. No. <laughs> I am never coming that's, over. That's again. right. That's right. You oh. didn't share your old Dutch chips with me. Yeah, I didn't. I just sat there just looking at you. Just <laughs> you guy. I'm going to go home. He did <laughs> offer me a cookie, though. He I baked did. some cookies that day, and he offered me a cookie. Yeah, check out my Instagram. I baked them. I didn't want no cookies, though. I wanted some chips. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He was all proud of his air fryer that he got. So yeah. he whipped some up and made 10 wings. He had seven. I had three. I didn't have no supper, too, that night. I was like, oh, yeah, Bush is going to make a bunch of wings. Guy <laughs> makes 10. 10, yeah, well. <laughs> Next time I'll make fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> give me five this time, please. Okay, I will do. But yeah, like nachos, like everything on your nachos, you got your black olives, your jalapenos, no, 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 your no, tomatoes, no. your green no. peppers. Yeah, everything else but the olives. Who's like with me olives? on this one? I want like, listeners to be cousin of the week. Who's with me? No olives on your pizza. Right. Everything. They're just a vile, vile weed that don't belong on this planet. I don't mind black olives. Like I'll have it on my sub, like at Subway or your like pizza once in a while. I'll get black olives, but not green, but black. Oh, you know the sorry. saying: once you go black, you never go back. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard that <laughs> saying. <laughs> Been there, done that. Bush said. <laughs> we don't talk about things. <laughs> 
But yeah, that's the way to go for nachos, man. You got to get all those ingredients. Oh, all the ingredients. Yeah, you need to load up the nachos, but you can leave olives off of anything in, in the world, just on the planet. Just don't put them anywhere. And pizza. pizza. Where's a good place to go for pizza? Well, in Kenora, um, I'm biased because I make awesome pizza. I have a pizza Bible. I swear by it. But I would endorse and support the black oven their uh, wood-fired pizza pretty much anywhere that makes wood-fired pizza is good i never had that black oven ah uh, you should i get to go to winnipeg next monday because nick has no, a orthodontist appointment and i can't oh. wait to have pizza when i'm there oh do carbon's pizza it's on main street i think the bad part of main street <laughs> no not main street it's on uh i can't remember the street but anyways, it's good. You'll have to give me the info. Yep. Because when I go to Winnipeg, I want to either go to eat pizza or eat some ribs at Fam- Famous Dave's. <laughs> Do you ever go to Famous Dave's? No, never heard of it. Oh, just kidding. No, I, I've, 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 I've heard of it. I just, uh, the ribs I make my for, for myself are far superior. I'll have a rib off any day of the week with anybody else. That's Did listening. you know the guy that made uh, Famous Dave's barbecue is from Red Lake? In Minnesota, Red Lake, Minnesota. No, I did not. Yeah. Now, wow, and That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a national. It's a. It's like a, a food chain for those that don't know who, what Famous Dave is. It's a. It's just like Applebee's or Montana. It's, it's a chain barbecue restaurant. And it's really good. Mm. They have one in Duluth. I don't know. They. Have, I went to the one in Duluth, but they they have them all over the states. Yeah, and a couple in Canada, but yeah. Speaking- Gotta support our cousins. What we need up here is Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, yes. Yeah, we need one of those. Uh, Did you ever try the hot ones where you got to sign that consent form to try those wings? No, 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 no. No, I won't. I'm I'm adventurous, but no. (laughs) I won't try that. That's too much. Yeah. Like, especially, well, I mean, it hurts, you know, that pain when you eat it but the the next morning is also where it hurts <laughs> it's gonna hurt both ways yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in another food place we were talking about the uh paul and i the other day is texas roadhouse grill did you ever eat there they have wicked steaks explain where they have one in duluth that's where the ones that oh we, no we always go to they have them and they have a blooming onion just like uh the log cabin down the road there blooming onion yeah, you know how to brew an onion at Lake Kevin? Have you ever had an onion loaf at uh, Tony Romas? No, never been to Tony Romas. Oh. Maybe I'll go there on Monday. Good ribs, but not as good as mine. What do you, how do you cook yours? Ah, sh- Come on. It starts the, well, for me, the, the process starts the night before. I marinate it and <laughs> uh, I'm serious. It starts the night before. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Blah, 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 blah. Calm and... down there, Forrest Gump. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Fuck sakes. <laughs> I had that was top, about that was top, seven. That was top of your head, right? It was. When you said Dr. Pepper, <laughs> <like> Forrest Gump. <laughs> nice. Dr. Pepper, you marinate it, and then some salt, and the next day is where the magic starts. You complete it. Yeah. Oh, for FFS. I don't nah. want to swear on a podcast, so I'm going to start saying... FFS. Oh, yeah, okay, because that'll that'll write every swear that you did. 
So those are the three main foods to watch during a hockey game. Wings, nachos, and pizza. Yep. Absolutely. Anything else? Uh, French fries, you know, whatever. But, like, yeah, no, just the wings, like pizza, good and greasy bar food. Yeah. Much. Yeah. You got, yeah, you had me at good and greasy. You had me at hello. <laughs> you complete me. Settle down there, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> You're the one quoting it. <laughs> First, we got Forrest Gump. Now we have Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> so what what TV shows do you watch when hockey isn't on? Are you much of a TV guy, or are you just? Um, yes, I am. I'm going to be. I am going to renew my. Going to call my cable company, and I'm going to subscribe to the Paramount Network, and I'm going to watch Yellowstone. You, I thought you watched all three seasons. I did watch them again. Season four is coming out very shortly. That's a but good it's, show. Yeah, as far as cable TV, I used to watch. I was a huge, huge fan of the, uh, of all three CSIs. That's kind of uh, kind of yeah. creepy knowing that you know how to kill people and how not to get away. So I'm locking my doors at night now. Thanks, Bush. Well, you didn't before? <laughs> yeah, I did. Just I'm, <laughs> I'm double checking now. <laughs> TV show that I'm watching right now is um, America's Got Talent. Of course, yeah. The WWE. Shows that they have on A and E, they have like uh, autobiographies, and they have uh, a show after that where they go look for memorabilia of wrestlers, like their wrestling boots or their wrestling outfits and stuff like that. Oh, really? It was pretty cool. And this last week was Andre the Giant. Oh, looking wow. for his passport. They found a suit, and they found an old mask that he wears that he used to wear when he was a tag team. Mm. So it was pretty neat. I like watching shows like that, especially with the WWE when it was good back in the 80s and 90s when WWF WWF and that was wrestling. Yeah, the British Bulldogs. Freaking Ultimate Warrior was probably my all-time favorite wrestler. Even though he wasn't there that long, he was probably my favorite wrestler. Yeah, he was a good one. Him and Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 6, best wrestling match of all time. Do you think so? I didn't watch WrestleMania 6. No. No, we no no one there. No one in Kenora really had satellite dishes to go watch it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we didn't like growing up in Moose and Moose Factory. We didn't get to see it until it came out in cassette, cassette VHS. <laughs> I don't know why I said cassette for <laughs> FFS. Sorry oh, for everyone go. out there. Just my brain's just <laughs> today. Yeah, who's the one got that work nights? Me or you? It seems like oh, <laughs> supposed to be working now, but we're doing this podcast. This is work. Yeah, this is this is, work. this is heart and soul. Like we're bleeding for this. We're doing this for you guys. Yeah. So don't forget to check our Facebook page and our suffering us. is for your love. Exactly. So and another thing I wanted to discuss. Game one tonight. Are you gonna predict the score? I'm gonna go out. Just cracked my knuckle here pretty bad. Ow. I'm gonna go four one with empty net. Montreal, you heard it from Bush. Oh, I was going to say 4-1 too. Um, I'll go 3 nothing, Montreal. No. Uh, yep. Price is Three goal spread. Yep. Price is going to smudge his stick in his skates and put some cedar in his skates. Never mind. He's going to uh, he's gonna be smudging the, the gold pipes. You're going to see him in the pre-warm-up. He's just going to be 
<laughs> Wait, I just that more uh, it's more of a visual than uh, people can listen don't know what I just did. Yeah, you can't see. Just <laughs> <laughs> tried to smudge and you can't see it. I don't know if you want to see it, but it's well, you want to see it. So yeah, I got three zip with a shutout for price. I got Team four true. one. Yeah, Team Cousin. So yeah, if you want to be Cousin of the Week, just shoot us a message on Facebook. Uh, leave a comment if you want a shout out leave a message in our, with our facebook group leave a comment because we just want to thank you and recognize you guys for uh helping us and being a fan of the podcast so before we go i have one more thing to announce just a reminder to check out k sports marines dryden <laughs> power sports and baduke equipment if you are looking for a boat, motor, snowmobile, sea do quad side-by-side, lawnmower, generator, and much more, one of these four-season power, spo- power sports group <laughs> locations will have what you need. Visit www.4spg.com today. Boom! That's it. Yeah. You said that one breath, almost. I yeah, like that. See this yeah, next week. Flo- it flows gently. It flows pretty good with you. I like and it. now... Coming to you from Kenora <laughs> yeah. or K-Sports Marine. But yeah, check them out. They're our sponsor. They're um, they're very awesome people. And so help them while they're helping us. So help them help you. Exactly. <laughs> With that being said, that is episode number three of Res Hockey. I am your host, Trev, and I'm here with Bush. Just want to right. say over here Miigwech for joining us, and we will see you next week. Take care of yourself and don't forget get <laughs> to love your neighbors. So yes. uh, peace and love. We're out. Peace. Peace.